0: Come,
1: come,
0: here. Here, come, here, come here, get off. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> so if that's, I sound... that's y'all saying hey. Yes, call and response come through. Um, If I sound a little tired, it's because I'm tired of being in this bitch. (laughs) Yes. We are on who knows what week of, um, I mean, we call it social distancing, but it's basically fucking quarantine. Yeah. At least where we live, we in a house, we are not allowed to go nowhere except for to take walks and go to the grocery store and the pharmacy. Hopefully your town is doing the same shit so that we can all come out of this pandemic well and healthy, right? So as this shit drags on, it made us think about how intimacy looks in the time of the coronavirus.
2: Fucking in the time of quarantines. Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe not just fucking, but you know, just intimacy, getting has a close,
0: lot of, a lot of levels. Yeah. yeah. Getting close. Um. So yeah, it made us kind of want to explore that, not just our own experience, but also our listeners. So we asked some folks uh, to send in little dispatches, we're calling them, from their little parts of the world. Dispatches
1: from
2: your corner of the world. Exactly. About
0: what this looks like to them right now. So we're going to play one for you.
1: So my boyfriend and I decided to give up sex for Lent as our thing that we were going to sacrifice. And um, honestly, as a Christian, that is something I've struggled with, um, given that it's, you know, we're not married yet. But with all the stress of COVID-19, that did not last the full time. Um, But, you know, because we are social distancing and everything else, I'm not seeing him as much. And so I think we are just now very much looking forward to, uh, getting back to normal, uh, as soon as possible. So <laughs> for a whole host of reasons. Well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was interesting. <laughs> I find it interesting how, um, We see this theme with couples that aren't together, but everyone was, you know, like, okay, we'll get to that sooner or later. We'll get to that later, and then it's like, oh, hell no, there won't be a later to. (laughs) Well, later will be much later, (laughs) much later, right? So, I mean, it sucks that they weren't able to, you know, hold up their Lent agreement for no sex. Um, And I can only imagine what it feels like to like have a boo and not be able to. Keep close. Did she, say, she She didn't say if she was um actually if they were social distancing together. It sounded like they weren't.
0: It yeah, it sounded like they weren't. But like maybe they've broken it and come together a couple of times. Made
2: some, you know, <laughs> some dick appointments. Some illegal know. dick appointments. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Not I, essential dick appointments. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Cause right here, here that's punishable by <laughs>
2: a misdemeanor and a five thousand dollar fine. All that for that dick. Yeah, I hope it's worth it. I hope it is too. But she I probably understand. thinks it does. Yeah. Listen, so
0: that's not a game. Having regular dick appointments is one of the things that's getting me through. So well, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I'm i mean
0: sorry. I mean, that gives us a good place to talk about
2: how this has impacted you. I mean, I, I. have I use my vibrator a lot <laughs> right mm-hmm. now. Um, I think because of everything else that's going on, I probably wouldn't have been having lots of sex anyway. Right. Um everything else being that
0: you're in chemo. Yeah. And
2: yeah. so I have like a lower, you know, immune system and that kind of thing. So I just I mean, yeah, my partners are I probably would have only had one partner during this period just to kind of keep things easier. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you just, yeah. But um, with all the various drugs and things that I'm on, um, two things. One, right after chemo, your body is still like emitting everything. So mm-hmm. like I use my own bathroom, no one else uses my restroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always put the toilet seat down when I flush the toilet, but they're like really like concerned about like... Yo shit is pretty much radioactive. When I go wow. in there for chemo, um the one of the drugs that I use, it comes in like they have like somebody else bring it in. It's kind of like a vault or something. Mm. So like this this one nurse comes in with it in a bag, and then in that bag is like this whole like PPE that the nurse has to put on. One. Wow. In order to inject it into my body, I'm like, girl, you God can't you putting this shit in my body every two and you weeks, can't touch it. <laughs> and you can't you can't even get it on your clothes. <sighs> but anyway, so my body itself is emitting all types of mm-hmm. icky things that I probably shouldn't be, you know, squirting on a nigga. So I probably <laughs> wouldn't be having lots of sex anyway. But mm. I also kind of feel like your pussy are like earring holes, like if you don't use it, <laughs> hey, it closes I up. Gonna close up. <laughs> so- <laughs> So I have been Aww. using my vibrator a whole lot. And also yeah. just more than just sex. Like I miss intimacy. And That's so what I was going say, how are you dealing with touch? One of my partners actually, he called me because he got his hands on some N95 mask. And so mm-hmm. he was like, I wanna see you. Let me stop by. And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. eh, it's not a good idea. He's like, I'll come sit on your porch, but I just wanna see you. So I'm who is this? When did this happen? <laughs> he hasn't come yet. Because oh. he hasn't gotten his mask. But he's okay. very excited about coming to sit with me <laughs> and in and, and his N95 mask. Um, yeah, but I miss like just somebody rubbing on my booty. Yeah. You know, like just little things like that. I just truly miss. And, you know, I live with my brother, I live with my son, so I at least get some non, you know, romantic mm-hmm. intimacy. You know, I hug him and them, but it really makes me feel for people that live alone. That like, yeah. you like standing in a corner, right, like, touching <laughs> your back to each wall, Aww. trying to get a little bit of love. But yeah. yeah, it's like that monkey with the wire in the cage. There's like some, uh, I have no idea what you're talking there's about. There's like some like. <laughs> There's some like test where they take a monkey and they simulate a mom and it's like a wire monkey and a little baby monkey oh, keeps yeah yeah, that's, yeah sad. that's how I am I I realized this morning as I was making my bed I sleep with ten pillows in my bed I have mm-hmm. a king size bed but I sleep with tons of pillows in my bed and you I think sure it's because is. I need to feel like somebody rubbing on my booty even if mm-hmm. it's just a even if it's just know. a feather pillow so yeah I mean. I miss sex, but I also just miss intimacy. Mm -hmm. Um, The good thing is, like, you know, I have FaceTime. I haven't done a lot of, uh, I mean, maybe we'll get into this at some point. You know, going through breast cancer, your body isn't the same. And so I haven't done a lot of video chatting with my guy friends, my partners. Just because I feel a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. And it's not even the hair thing. Yes, I lost my hair, but I look good with no hair. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just generally I'm on steroids. So I feel like my face is getting fatter. I just don't feel like I look like myself. So I've been a little mm-hmm. hesitant to do that. But maybe I'll zhuzh it up and do some, you know, freaky face or something. Cause um, yeah. Why not?
0: Bitch, yeah. you look great. Thank you. Y'all ain't get to see what I saw when she... So first of all, they won't let me go with her to chemo at this point (laughs) because of what's happening. But last time you went to chemo, this bitch put on a leopard print cardigan. Hey, cool cats and kittens.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely definitely had on on racist niggas on Tiger King. I definitely put on leather tights and Mm -hmm. fuck me pumps. Some Some old man walked past me and went, hubba hubba. (laughs) Like, okay. And I truly think for my final chemo session I am going to dress up in like a full gown. (laughs) Yes. Because why not?
1: Why not?
2: I um yeah. I think my shoe my good shoes think that I have died. So I think I'm gonna like just wear really nice clothes to chemo. I put on Mm -hmm. I was putting on a full face of makeup, but wearing a mask, it kinda gets my mask all dirty. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely dress up and try to make myself feel better when I go I to love chemo. That. I mean, and it's not that I don't like—I still have my eyebrows, and I feel like you that's sure kind do. of and what makes you. and your lashes and all of that. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of what makes you look sick when you lose your eyebrows.
1: Hmm.
2: But um, yeah, it's just things are a little different, and more than anything, I think I just miss you know having my booty rubbed on and all of that. Yeah, that's just soothing.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, now we'll hear from someone who says that uh, maybe things haven't changed all that much in my household.
1: (laughs) I have to be honest and say that my quarantine sex life hasn't been that remarkable. However, I have been given a few wonderful peep shows and have tried to do the same. So the other day, I'm on a Zoom conference call for work. And what do I see through the door? My husband done pulled his penis out. Now, it completely caught me off guard, but I liked it. little freaky touch. So a few days later, my husband's in our office on a conference call. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to pull my titty out. Well, little did I know, he wasn't on a conference call. He was on a video chat on Zoom, so luckily he pulled his computer down, but maybe there was a nip slip or two. Long story short, it was hot, it was freaky, and we got it in that night.
2: All right, we're back. So that <laughs> was wild. I heard that and hollered. Like, I love that. I love the fact that this couple found a way to keep things spicy and interesting. And I think, one, I think it was great that she was honest. Like, look, ain't a lot of fucking going on around here. But in spite of that, they still found a way to like make each other smile and Mm -hmm. and eventually get it in.
0: Right. It's like foreplay. Yeah.
2: Even some of the cimmeron. All day. Zoom is going. <laughs> and a titty pop out. <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs>
2: Whatever. Everybody's seen some titties. Exactly. We Whether all they got wanted em. to or not. Yeah. Or nipples anyway. So how are you <laughs> holding up during this quarantine?
0: Um, intimacy and sex-wise actually really well because um we're basically I'm basically Quarantine with my partner. I mean, he's here most nights of the week. Um, he works from home, so he literally is never around people unless he's around me and my kid. Um, and so we've been able to safely still see each other every day. And so psh, we have sex as often as <laughs> I can handle. Um, it was interesting because so after. Three, four weeks of being home. Um, My daughter's, my ex husband was finally not going back and forth to work and just staying at home. And so I allowed her to go to be with him for the week because he wasn't, you know, traveling Mm -hmm. and being around people and shit. Um, So we got a week in the house with no kid, Mm. which is the longest we've ever
2: had. Yeah. Doors were open. Y'all was doing it. We
0: were, but it was interesting because I got sick (laughs) the first night. Yeah, I ate something. You know, I'm allergic to it. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying that and you weren't feeling well. So we didn't have sex at all like the first two or three days. Two days?
2: Something tells me y'all made up for time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was good. Um, but it sucked because I had really been looking forward to being able to do it anywhere in the house and not just in the room, the bedroom, um, mm-hmm. with the door locked and quiet and music point. You know the whole yeah. thing you got to go through to be able to have sex without getting interrupted. Um, so it kind of sucked because I, you know, I I shouldn't be complaining obviously, um, but that I didn't get to have those couple of days. I had to wait a while, but my stomach was so jacked up it wouldn't have been good. <laughs>
2: So, <laughs> I know.
0: BG. It was so bad. Like literally, he went out and got me gas X at eleven o'clock at night, which I didn't even had never considered as being a thing that would help. But it did help between that and a uh heating pad. <laughs> I got back on track, but it was really bad for a few days. Um, but so that's been good. But even more than just being able to have sex, it's like you said, the intimacy of it. Like taking the daily walks where we just Get to walk shoulder to shoulder, and you know, where my kid jumps into the mix. Like, it's just been really good, and it's been great to see them develop. I I feel like this has helped to accelerate them developing their own relationship. I was gonna ask about that
2: because I feel like, from what I know, this is kind of the first time that they really get to. I mean, I know he. Y'all do stuff together, but this has been like a consistent. Yeah, we go to dinner and
0: you know hang out, but yeah, this has been like he comes over and we do just dance all together, and they challenge each other, and you know they see each other literally every day. We take these walks all together, and um, you know they've got their own little inside fucking jokes, and they're pranking each other, and it's really cute to see that their relationship is growing, absent of me nurturing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, she made him watch Black Panther, which he hadn't seen because, girl, he got this whole I don't want to be a sheep thing. I'm like, but some things are just good.
2: I'm shut
0: up. I watched
2: the movie. Whatever. So,
0: yeah, we ate pizza and watched it. And it was our one meal outside Ooh, the house pizza. day. Oh, I miss pizza. We went and picked it up from that place that, um, like his favorite pizza place. And then just sat on the floor and watched Black like, Panther and ate pizza. And it was glorious because it's it just felt like we were in our little cocoon, our little, you know. Oh, yeah. I might so have it's to break been, down and order some pizza one nice. night. Nice. Oh. Uh well that place doesn't deliver, but there is a place around here that does. But yeah. Um it's been it's been good. I I definitely think about if I had been in another phase of my life, how much more difficult it would have been. Um, Like when I lived in New York and I was lonely all the time. Like it's this city that's jam packed with people. And I had a friend who literally lived around the corner, but always really felt by myself in that city Mm -hmm. and didn't have kids, wasn't married, had a partner who lived across the country, so barely counted, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was always lonely. And I think it would have been really difficult for me. Had I been living in been in that phase of my life when all of that happened, I think it helps that I have a little person to hug on. Like we sat on the couch last night and watched Trolls. Um, Oh, the new one? Yeah, it's on there. You can watch it. Okay, perfect. We'll probably finish it this after after we record. (laughs) Y'all can watch it. Um, yeah, it's it's been nice when. when we're not going through the hair pulling parts of distance learning, and trying to figure out, you know, navigate with this new I, you know, everybody says a new normal, but this isn't normal, right? And I don't yeah. think we should normalize, um, but to navigate the new ways that we're doing the things that we're used to doing, um, to still be able to come back to those moments of like cuddling on the couch with my kid and. You know, trying to keep this nigga from tickling my feet while we watch trash TV in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Um, Those have been really good moments, even in the midst of the drama.
2: Good, well, that's lovely. It is.
0: Um, We also heard from a listener who, unfortunately. Does not have that same support um, in terms of being able to be with her partner, and she actually had to email yes. <laughs> her story <laughs> because her kid is always always in her. earshot. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, I can't even say it out loud, so I'm gonna have to send it to you. So here's what she says: For the first time, my long distance relationship seems so long distance. I haven't seen him since December, and at this rate, there's a good chance I won't see him until June. I'm holding out hope that he'll get his degree in May and that we'll still be able to meet in Jamaica in June. We only saw each other an average of six times a year, which was about every other month for the last three years, and now, jeesh," she said, jeesh, and it's not like I have anything else going on locally with anyone else because this coronavirus pandemic is killing it. I couldn't imagine doing this abstinence shit voluntarily. <laughs> Poor thing. Mm. Yeah, she's going through it. I mean, her man is—they're several states apart. Um,
2: I know. And she I don't probably... think they're
0: very into distance.
2: Oh, I was gonna say. I probably—they you know? probably have some way that they're doing it, even if it's not Facetime. Know. Maybe they do yeah. some phone sex or she phone flirting say. at the very, mi- very minimum. I hope so. Phone flirting. Yeah. I mean, you got to be masturbating, so why waste it alone? Do it in his ear. It's true, which
0: is why you need to get on the, uh, the maybe not Zoom privacy issues, <laughs> but get on the, the FaceTime sex train. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Get on the FaceTime. <laughs>
0: Choo-choo. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But that's got to suck.
0: It does. Yeah. Poor thing.
2: Well, no matter how you're handling this these intimacy issues, we hope that you are finding some way to connect to your people and stay mm-hmm. close and um, you know, just maintain that connection. Um one of the things that I I kind of touched on this, but I feel like I said, I feel really bad for people that live alone because yeah. you're forced into quarantine. So if you don't live alone or if you do, just make it a point to reach out to your other friends that do live alone to make sure that they're okay and not climbing the walls. Yeah. like
0: uh, One thing that we've actually been doing with our friend group is um, we do weekly virtual happy hours. And you join if you can, if you can't, no problem, but- Right. But you know that we're there once a week at the same time, and it allows us to see each other. And some of these weeks have been really hard, so (laughs) by the time we get here, some of these bitches is three drinks in by the time we dial in. yes. But it gives us the space to be with each other. Um, yes. Yeah, especially the folks who don't have anyone right there with them every day. So.
2: Yeah. yeah. All righty. Well. From quarantine, Erica yeah. and Killa, two who hoes, Megan and clap. clap.
0: This episode was produced by us, Kenry and Erica, and edited by Ballistic. The theme music is from Brazy. We want to hear from y'all. Send your book recommendations and all the burning sex and related questions that you want us to answer to theturnonpodcast at gmail.com. And please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at theturnonpod and Instagram at theturnonpodcast and find links to books, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at theturnonpodcast.com. And remember, the Turn On podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more podcasts that you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Bye.